Blog Talk Radio. Astrology Radio, where the stars meet the stars. I am your host tonight, Minister Jew. Got my co-host on the line tonight, Nova Ampoo. You there? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it do, what it do? What's happening? Everything's copacetic, they say. But uh, we're going to get into it tonight. Uh, We got some Amber Rose with Khalifa breakdowns for you tonight to show you how this thing manifests in this mirroring reality that we call 3D, dealing with the planetary bodies in the heavens and us here, uh, where we actually in the heavens too, on this orb called Earth, hurling through this solar system. But nonetheless, uh, we'll use the old axiom as above, so below, and show you how they connect um, and get into this thing, man. So, uh, first up, man, get uh, get a few announcements out the way, man. If we got any. Um, no, you got something you want to let the people know you got going on or coming up or anything like that? Man, what I got going on, man? Nothing but that um, Love Potion Radio. I switched the time up, man. So right back here on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to get into the neuroscience and the chemical effects of love and what love do to the brain and um, the different levels of consciousness that we need to ascend to and understand about the chemical reality inside of our bodies that deal with that emotion called love. <clears throat> so, uh, man, that's, that's yeah. Wednesdays, Wednesday nights, man. Other than that, man, um, you know, y'all can just check MacMonstrologyCoach.com and hit the events tab and you'll see what's popping. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. Uh, get to the website, HipHopAstrology.com. We got plenty, plenty articles over there for you to get into, research, study, uh, step your IQ up, you know what I mean, and get busy so you can learn how to apply this science to your everyday experience, your everyday life, be on top of things, and uh, plan for the best and be prepared for the worst. Um, so get to the website. We got some dope articles over there. Um you know, I don't know what else to say, man. Just get over there and check it out. Um, 
Also, real quick, uh, I'm going to be down in Atlanta in the next two or three weeks, October 16th through the 19th. We have a Bullion Dollar Manifestation Tour. It's going to be off the chain, man. Go to the website, myastrologycoach.com. Uh, click on Retreats, and you'll see it there, the Bullion Dollar Manifestation Tour Atlanta this year. We in the building, man. So anybody that's down there in the area already that's interested in checking it out, visit the website. We got uh, two options for the people. So check it out, man. We ain't going to hold y'all too long with these announcements. We want to get into some of this data. Um, so, man, the, the news broke. Uh, I remember last week, what was I doing? I was looking at the Forbes uh top hip-hop earners uh, for this year, right? Because you know how Forbes come out with the hip-hop edition, let you know who the cash kings are on the hip-hop front. And it was the usual suspects, you know what I mean? Um, Drake came in with a whopping $620 million payday this year, uh, you know, unless you're done in a rock, the beats for Dre, the headphones, um, they sold for a few billion. So Dre got a, a, a nice chunk, a nice cut of that dough. Um, and then, you know, Jigga and, and, and Diddy was was tied at two and three. I think they did something like 60 mil. Um, these are the numbers that Forbes is reporting. And then, you know, Kanye West filtered in there. I think Wayne, I think Drake was like number five. So he made a hell of a surge this year. But then I saw Wiz up there. Like Wiz was like, I think I think they said something maybe like seventeen, eighteen mil, if I can remember correctly. Uh, Wiz gross this year, man. So we had a hell of a year, man. He put out some bangers, you know. Uh, you know, no one say you know he's a stoner, man, and he definitely is, man. But he be putting out some bangers, man. And you know, so the next day, I'm checking the hip-hop sites, man, because we always check on to see what's going on in the hip-hop world so we can create material for the show. And uh, I see this Amber Rose files for divorce with my man Wiz. And I'm like, man, that came out of left field. And they was talking about how she just was with him in celebration of the number one album and everything was looking like it was, you know, on the ups. Uh, for Wiz and, and, and his Wiz, Amber, oh, you know, this kind of took everybody by storm, man. And they've been, you know, it's been some, some words passed back and forth, you know, um, you know, you know, between the two. So it's in the public, it's in the media. You know, when the media and the public get it, man, it's just going to take you for that roller coaster ride. So we decided tonight to kind of touch on some of the astrological factors. Um, and I guess I'll, I, I guess I'll kick it off. Um, and you get you got a pen and paper, write these things down so you can go Google it. You can go purchase you some books on astrology, whatever you need to do to get familiar with these terms, right? But we're gonna drop some on y'all tonight. In astrology, uh, there's something that we call solar returns, Venus returns, Mars returns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I explain it real briefly. This is when Say, for instance, you're born today, right? And this is an imprint. This is this is your this is your natal chart today. This would be how we would define you as an individual here, where your ups and downs come from, your strengths, your weaknesses, the things you need to grow on and work on to become a well-rounded soul, right? 
But every year these planets continue to move. So when we take that snapshot, when we take that snapshot of your birthday today, around this time next year, the sun will be in the exact same place that it was the year prior to. And we call this a return. The planetary body that occupied a particular space in your natal chart, when it makes a full revolution back to itself, right? So in this particular case, right, we're going to be dealing with the planetary body that we call Venus. Venus, right? Some of the key words for Venus, uh, these are the things that you appreciate, the things that you admire, uh, the things that you value in life. Uh, it also has a connection to uh, your finances, your monetary gain. Um, it also rules the zodiac sign Libra, which deals with marriages and partnerships. So this is some of the energy that Venus will exhibit in the natal chart, right? Now, <clears throat> Wiz was born with, uh, where is it at here? I got these notes here. He was born with Venus at 19 degrees Virgo, right? On the day where, because she, she went and filed for the divorce on the 23rd, but what triggered, what triggered her to go file was allegedly, this is this because this is what's circulating in the media, is that she walked in on him with another lady. They were hugged up, you know, you know, booed up, doing their thing, right? And this just took her aback, and she just, you know, she blew a gasket, and before you know it, she's down at the courthouse where the divorce papers at, right? So now, <clears throat> so now, Venus, right? Venus, hold on, let me go back here. Venus, which denotes, right? We talk, it also rep, it also represents the type of woman too that a man or some of the attributes that a, that a, that a man would be attracted to. In the natal chart as well, because you know, you know the old saying: girls are from Venus, boys are from Mars. This type of thing, right? So, on this particular day, which is interesting, because this is how you know this is a science, right? You can look to it as a science. On this particular day, the twenty-second of September, because she went to file on the twenty-third. On the twenty-second of September, Venus was at. 20 degrees Virgo. This constitutes a Venus return because remember, Wiz was born with Venus at 19 degrees. Right? So Venus is in the same region of space, right, that it was in when Wiz was born back in 1987, September 8, 87. So now, Venus, because of the nature of the planet, denotes, like we just said, finances, marital status, because it rules Libra, et cetera, et cetera. Well, how about it? On this particular day, the Venetian energy in his life, the one that he chose to marry, Miss Amber Rose, walks in on him with another Venetian principle or another female energy in his home. But see, it costs Wiz. This Venus return costs Wiz because what? When you look in Wiz's chart, he's born with an aspect called a square. 
Venus squares his natal Saturn. He's got Saturn at 14 degrees. Now, what does Saturn represent? Saturn represents discipline, struggle, um, uh, uh, judges, uh, people who sit in high places of authority, right? Saturn is also exalted, which means it does extremely well and it exhibits its qualities very well in the zodiac sign of Libra. So we're also dealing with marriages again because Libra is uh, it is the, the energy that denotes partnerships and marriages, et cetera, et cetera, right? So on this day, on this day as Venus is making this transit through the sky, it's returning for with, but it's going to cost him some bread because the next day this Venetian principal in his life went to the courthouse to fill out the divorce papers, i.e., right, Saturn, right, courtroom, because now they're going to have to find themselves in a courtroom dealing with marital issues. Venus rules Libra, Saturn exalted in Libra. The two planetary bodies that deal with marriage and money are making aspects to one another, very important aspects. In fact, this one right here denotes some type of friction, right? And when you have friction with a thing, it can be disharmonious. Right? It doesn't feel good. It's a standoff. It's a battle. You see what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I wanted to start the conversation tonight to give the people an idea about how on time and right on time these things actually take place um, in a person's life. So with that, I'm going to pass it over to my partner, Noble, and he can he can get into his thing. Yeah, man. This was, um, <clears throat> this was you know, shocking. You know what I mean? I mean, when I first called out, we was on the lawn. I was like, yo, Emperor Rose filed for a divorce. That's a rumor? He was like, nah, man. That's what's, what's going on. And, uh, you know, that's right around, uh, or the day of, right around the, what is it, the, the fall equinox. You know what I'm saying? Where, this is interesting because now we know this is a cosmic phenomenon. You know, this occurred right before the equinox. The equinox simply means that there is a same amount of daylight time to nighttime, today you know to nighttime time, and so you only get two windows, two times a year out of 365 days, you only get two times a year when daylight and nighttime are even, and. The second point, which is will be called the fall equinox, when the sun enters Libra, which Amber Rose is, when the sun gets here for the very first time on the very first day, nighttime and daylight are even. We're now at what they call the fall equinox. Libra is balance or justice and also rules contracts marital agreement, business contracts, and is the zodiac sign that emits the energy of partnerships, commitment, okay? So I found that very interesting because day and light, we can really say it's black and white in a sense. You understand what I'm saying? Polar opposites, black man, white woman, daylight, nighttime, however you want to make it, but we're just looking at spiritual symbolism here. Is the key. There's a grander story at play. So what's at play? 
So I thought maybe it was one of those deal breakers, one of those severe deal breakers. And when I looked, and I said, well, wait a minute. The first thing I noticed was, uh, allegedly, the public says Amber's birthday is October 21st. Okay, cool. If that's true, then this happened around September 20th. So we're about a month away from her birthday. Now, the birthday is your real New Year. That's your personal New Year, shall we say. Okay? Now, this is interesting because if she's about 30 days out from her birthday in the old school astrology, they would say that, well, she is in her Saturn period right now. In the period, and remember, everything starts on your birthday, ladies and gentlemen. That is your personal new year, and within the year consists of 365 days on average. There are seven cycles of 52 days apiece. 52 times 7 is 364. I said it's 365 days in a year. So on average, there's seven cycles, just like you got seven days of the week, okay? There's seven cycles of 52 days apiece. In the seventh cycle, the last cycle before your birthday, represents the Saturn cycle, which could be limitation or fear or karma or life lessons. On, let's consider that to be on the negative spectrum, depend how you view it, because everything is about a lesson. And then on the higher side is hard work, dedication, persistence, consistency, climbing the mountaintop, and success is the key because Saturn rules Capricorn. Capricorn is the last Earth sign. Earth signs are about the physical materialization of something, of an idea, pretty much. As the prime minister would say, everything that you see in, in our reality, as far as anything being created, came from man, as far as the creation, things in your house, things around you, things that are not part of nature, has been created by man. Therefore, comes from the imagination of man. In order to make it a material, physical reality, at the ultimate form is Saturn and Capricorn is my point, okay? Now, she's in her Saturn cycle. Last cycle, I am telling you when you start to study relationships or personal cycles, everybody know that the Saturn cycle or when Saturn is in a um, peculiar position in space in reference to a planet when you were born, you can feel this energy just like, just like, this ain't spooky, because you can feel the rays of the sun. And if you're a woman or know a woman or know how a woman operates, then you can easily, very easily, very easily make a correlation to a woman in her 28, 29-day menstrual cycle, although some have much shorter and some come a little longer. But on average, on average, we know that a woman is synonymous with a menstrual cycle. So we're talking about cosmic phenomena. So Amber's in the Saturn cycle. Traditionally, Saturn has been depicted as the one that when a relationship ain't right, it's going to bust you upside your head so you can get it right or you go get right, whatever that decision may be. All right? So I found that interesting. She's in her seventh cycle. Now, also, this is really, ladies and gentlemen, this is very important because things I got, it's really futuristic about them and how the stars were living this energy a little earlier. Now, when Amber, on, next year on her birthday, or this year on her birthday when she turns 31, um, this year coming up for her, when, like, everybody get remember I said you get seven cycles in a year. So just imagine sitting down playing the card game, but the card game is your life. Now, you were born with your own set of cards, but as you play the game called life, 
every year you're going to get seven, a minimum of seven new cards. You're born with the cards that you have. They're always yours. That's your, that's your hand you were born with. But every year you just switch it up, though. You switch it up, right? So as you switch it up this year, when you look in Amber's 31st year, life for her in a whole year in advance, you will see. Now, remember I made reference to cards. You will see that she's holding the ace of hearts because we're looking at playing cards. We can use playing cards as a divination system, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it is. It is a divination system. So she's an ace, and the ace represents beginnings. New, because it's the ace, it's first. Two represent two people doing something. Three is creativity or being indecisive. Four is more of a foundation, a structure. Five is moving around. And we go on and on. And these are vibrations that talk about human psychology, what people are likely to do, okay, and or should do or can do, however you want to see it. So when we look into her life on her 31st year, she's holding the ace, new beginning, hearts, emotions. Right, because the hearts represent water, emotions. The clubs are fire, right? The swords are air, and diamonds is money, earth. We're dealing with a divination system. But she's holding the ace of heart, Jew. She's holding the ace of heart. The beginning of the year, the energy came early because this is the year for her to embark on new love. Anyway, you understand what I'm saying? Whatever that. Who's means. holding that? Who who's holding that note? Amber was. Amber. Yeah, Amber's oh, holding wow. now. Okay. All right. Okay. So now when I scan Wiz real fast, I said, well, this is interesting. Um, when you look at Wiz, when you look at, because now they say Wiz's birthday is the 8th of September. If this came out on the 20th, uh, shortly thereafter or before, then this was after his birthday. So he just turned 27. But when you go back and look at his year of 26, and then check this out. When you go look in his year of 26, in his Saturn period, which for him, this is different, because remember, everything starts on your birthday. So everybody gets periods, but the time of the period is, is like no other person because everybody's time is their time. Short of birthday next to you, their day will start one day before you or one day after yours. But the further you go out, in time and space, the cycles of your personality or when you were born will not match up. And sometimes it will, sometimes it won't, sometimes it will, sometimes it won't, because we're talking about we're talking about y'all in truth. How do we live life on a planet that is spinning at over a thousand miles per hour? We don't feel it physically, but maybe we do feel it in other ways. Maybe we are walking around here dizzy and we don't know. Dizzy meaning we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Dizzy meaning I married you. I had a son with you. We were together for a year, and now it's over. Now I sincerely don't feel like just being married anymore. Sincerely. But a year ago before that, I did. And I didn't think I was going to feel this way the way I feel now. You understand what I'm saying? So maybe we dizzy and we don't even know. So anyway, when we look at Wiz, when he's 26, and his Saturn period, which was from April the 5th to May 26th, I tweeted you, Wiz, if you're in the building, I'm, I want you to pay attention to something. I want you to go back to April the 5th, May 26th, 
in that area and identify was that a time or uh, was that a time when you said, you know what, it's pretty much a done deal for me. I'm going to have to end this. Because the reason I say that is because what a coincidence, the card that you're holding at that time is the nine of hearts. And nines represents endings, an ending so a new beginning can come. Hearts represents relationships. This is the end of a marriage. You was holding that in your most vicious cycle, the Saturn cycle, from April the 5th to May 26th. So this was in his life spread this year for him to divorce. It just manifested months later, but that been there. That been there. So let's take it to another aspect real fast. If we look up in the sky, ladies and gentlemen, and if we can see the planet Uranus, I want you to imagine the planet Uranus in the sky. We imagine the planet Uranus. Uranus is right there currently as we speak at 14 degrees Aries. So imagine you see this bright blue planet, and it's at 14 degrees Aries. We're right across from that planet, 150 degrees, so just turn around almost straight across in the sky will be where the sun was when Wiz Khalifa was born. He's a 15-degree Virgo. Ladies and gentlemen, from Aries to Virgo is approximately five signs away. In astrology, we call this angle of quincux or inconjunct. It is approximately 150 degrees. I always give this example with this angle. When Mars was like this, at 17 degrees Virgo, at a 150 to Trayvon Martin's son, he experienced gunshots and death. This angle was a very serious angle with Khalifa, Uranus, and Aries in the sky right now, was born when the sun was 15 degrees Virgo, and Uranus is a planet of sudden shock, the planet of being unpredictable. The one that says if you have been living by an old standard and you're not expressing your freedom or your individuality if something is imposing that, then it is time for you to suddenly revolt to this revolution, revolt and break out. So as a wedding planner, I remember, so we're looking at this and like, wait, hold on, Wiz, if you get married next year, I mean, I don't know because that, and check this out, because Uranus is so far away from the sun, we know that it takes a very long time for it to move. It takes seven years on average for it to go through one zodiac sign. And he's at a strenuous angle to you, it ain't going to be here like for a day like the moon or Venus for maybe a few days or Mars. You know what I mean? Like, like, no, 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 no. This thing is here in this constellation for seven years. Now, it won't be in a strenuous position for you for seven years because we got to play it exact by the angle. But we know that, hey, man, uh-uh, I don't know about this one, bro, because you may want to break out of that. That's what Uranus do. Understand well, what I'm what, 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 saying? He was actually born with these two planets making a sharp aspect. He was born with Mercury square Uranus. Now, what's interesting, mm-hmm. he's got Mercury at zero degrees, which is a critical degree, 29 degrees or zero degrees in any zodiac sign in astrology. We consider that to be a critical degree. Some major, major endings, uh, some things having to transform that you need to get past, and some, some fresh new beginnings. You know what I mean? Some things that you're just stepping into uh, that, you know, you've you got to take your baby steps because you're just stepping into it. But 
Uh, he's born with Mercury at zero degrees, physical degree, uh, in the sign of Libra that's dealing with relationships, partnerships, and marriages, squaring off on Uranus that he has at 22 degrees Sagittarius, right, which is another sign that denotes that a person needs a lot of space, a lot of freedom, right, and you're dealing with Mercury here in Libra at this critical degree. So he, he's the type whose mind will fluctuate because Uranus is, is this, you know, it's this constant fluctuation of change. That's what it represents. That's right. And it changed on top of that. So when he just comes out and says flat out in the public, like I, I was talking to I was talking to, was it Coach? Somebody might have been, you know, I just said he just was straight gangster with it. He just flat out came out and said, I was just tired of being married to her. That's it. That's, that's right. all. That's your That's, that's what it. you call your square Mercury. That's right. <laughs> exactly what you call it. He didn't sugarcoat it. He he just came flat out and like, man, listen, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And people look at they, 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 when they hear him, they like, is he crazy? That's the only reason that he got mm-hmm. he just that's, that's really how you get down with. You just don't want to be married anymore. Just like no reason. So you know that's how you're in this act, man. He's spontaneous. So he was born with that, especially with Mercury and Libra, man, dealing with marriages. Uh, you know, he's the type to be sporadic when it comes to you know sitting still inside of a marriage, man. So. That's something, too, is if you're listening out there, man, uh, to be mindful of. You also got some other energy going on in there, but I know Noble got some more stuff you want to build on. But I just wanted to touch on that since you were talking yeah, about Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. He's born, he born with it. And that, and that is Uranus. Uranus is that um, it, it, it's just so sudden and unpredictable, but you got to really, in truth, um, you got to admire the fact that it wasn't necessarily a scandal. As from what I what I've heard and seen as of now. Now there's another there's a there's a technique y'all in astrology that is called a composite chart, and this is interesting. I love this. I love this part of it because now what we're going to do is we're going to take the birthday of two individuals. Anybody it could be you, your mother, you, anybody. Two individuals, and we say, you know what? We're going to place these two individuals and make them stare at each other, face each other. And and the only space between these two individuals that exist are the zodiac signs in between them. So if one is a, for simple mathematics, if one is a, a, a Leo and the other is Aquarius, then what's between them is Scorpio. If we go one way, if we go the other way, then it could be Taurus. You understand what I'm saying? So in this technique, we come towards each other is what we do. We come towards each other. And when you come towards each other, there has to be a meeting point somewhere. Now, we do this physically when we see somebody and you go give her that hug and it just, the space, it narrows and you're a walking zodiac sign. You know, Everybody knows they sign. You're a walking zodiac sign. But the space that you are encompassing actually is the space of the zodiac signs that exist. So as you meet in the middle, assuming that both people are approaching each other, as you meet in the middle, what happens is is you um, you come to another space, another constellation. You come to another constellation. And that constellation actually becomes the relationship's birthday, in a sense. Now, there's another way to derive a birthday. It's called an anniversary or the first time you had sex or when you marry somebody. There's other ways you can get it. 
What is the energy that exists between two people? That's what I'm mainly concerned about. What is the energy that exists between two people? So if you understand that Wiz is a Virgo, she's a late Libra, Libra comes after Virgo, so if they meet in the middle, they're going to either A, meet somewhere in Libra, or B, meet somewhere in Virgo because they're right next to each other. Well, they meet in Libra, okay? Now, this is interesting because since they meet on Libra, now both of them are full moon babies. Either they were born a day before it or on it. They're full moon babies, meaning the moon was in complete opposition to their sun when they were born. This could represent balance. It really can. It can represent balance, but the mere fact that it's a full moon, it still can denote opposition. And since we're dealing with the Heavenly Father, the Son, and the Heavenly Mother, the moon, and they're opposing each other, although it represents balance, it can represent conflict. So therefore, this could actually mean two people who were conceived through the act of a conflict. But that's a whole other story. But the mere fact that they're full moon babies, says something about this time that we're in. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? On October the 8th, which is coming up, on October the 8th, we're going to have a full moon eclipse, all right? A full moon eclipse in Aries. Now, I said both of them are full moon babies. And in and, and, and the composite chart, since they are a Libra, their son would meet in Libra. When the moon is opposite the sun in Libra, the moon is in Aries. Exactly with this new full moon eclipse is coming up on the 8th. All right? Not even a whole month after they announced this. And hear me close to what I'm saying. I am saying when two people come together, there's a cosmic space in the sky for you. You have the heavenly mansion awaiting you in the sky. It is where you are from. And when you get together with other people physically, spiritually, there's a celestial phenomenon that's taking place when star energies are meeting. That is your higher self, the self that you that's awake in the dream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, too, in the dream. So the moon is going to occupy that particular space in which they occupy as a relationship. Now, what is the full moon? The full moon is when things come to fulfillment. It's full. The water is about to bust. The stomach is swollen, right? Here come the water out the floodgates. She's full. Coincidence that the full moon will be in the exact same area. The next one. The next one will be, so it means it's on the way. Energy can manifest early, ladies and gentlemen, and it should. You should have a foreknowledge about these cycles so you won't be affected by these cycles unexpectedly. But everything is for a greater lesson. Your brain stores every single experience. So it can best know how to navigate the next time you see anything like that. Oh, you with somebody who's smoking weed in the bed? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That blunt in the bed, you know what I'm saying? It's an experience. So I come off of it right there, man. It's, it's 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 right there in composite. And if I got time, it's something called the progress composite. And even in that, and I do look, man. They, they're Scorpio and progression. Progression is how your soul has evolved over time. What are we at? Seven thirty-five. Yeah, good timing. How your soul has progressed over time is progressions. 
So if you were born an Aquarius, you have progressed to Pisces and maybe even Aries, depending on what degree you are. As you grow up, imagine progression like how you physically grow up. You become one on your first birthday, two on your first You start to evolve. Well, your cosmic will in the sky says, okay, I see you. Well, since you're now one years old, well, I'm going to progress up one degree too. I just ain't going to get still stuck in space. The earth keeps turning. The wheels keep turning. You keep growing. So the cosmic phenomenon keeps spinning right along with you. It spins and progresses right along with you. This is a point in space. It's not even a physical body right there. We're talking about how space is actually progressing with you. So the five-degree Scorpio and the moon in progression is different because the moon by progression progresses 13 degrees a year, whereas you look at the sun, the sun on average is one degree a year. The moon did not have to be here because it progressed so fast. Next year is 13 more degrees. You understand what I'm saying? It didn't have to be that fast. But here, they're full moon here too. The moon is in Taurus while they are a um, Scorpio through progression. So even in the progression of their souls, they carry what? The natural full moon energy that they were born with. Why? Because I said both of them were born full moon babies. And if you make them meet in the middle and take all of their planets and compare my moon to your moon, my Mars to your Mars, my sun to your sun, and I make them meet in the middle, when you do that with their moons, their moon is going to meet in the middle, and it happened to be opposite their sun, which matched their birth chart. So when they get together, it's really saying, damn, baby, you remind me of me. And that's why we get together, because there's a certain aspect that's being fueled. But do you know the time and the longevity of this aspect? <laughs> that become the question. Do you know how to navigate in these celestial waters? That become the questions. But this, these two, to me, Minister Jew, was really a brilliant uh, couple, if that is the truth, what Will said, he was just tired of being married. Uh, I would say I salute you on your honesty um, um, in, 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 in that regard. But they really got some cosmic markers that was really phenomenal that I ain't even get into that really talked about. The sexual chemistry was popping like a mug. Uh, it was very passionate. I think it was just very loving. But Uranus can have his um, way with you when there is a sudden shift in consciousness, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That, man, see, I, I come he, off of it. You know, Wiz got, see, you got something called nodes in astrology, which is how it appears when the moon is making this trajectory uh, through the ecliptic, right? That we look out and we see these zodiac signs um, on the eastern horizon when we look out to the, to the, to the night sky to be able to note where these, uh, these zodiacal bodies are. Right, this is this is this is a, 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 a the trajectory of where the moon is orbiting, right? Or at least where it looks like it's orbiting. So you, the node, right, is that uh, you got the north node and the south node, right? So the south node is like this can be like your undoing, right, in life, right? You lean on this particular aspect or influence heavily because. Um, it is it is deemed to be something that you came into this 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 lifetime with something that you have mastered previously before you embody the particular body that you're in now, right? So, um, but you have to grow through that and grow to your new 
horizon? What, what, what it is that you're trying to become in this lifetime? What qualities are you trying to express, right? So he's got a node. He's got a north node in Aries, and he's got a south node in Libra. Again, the zodiac sign, which is the major emphasis for tonight because we're dealing with relationships and marriages, right? And now the marriage has ended up in the courtroom, which is also a Libra thing. You know, you go to the courtroom, you see the lady standing there with the scales, right? This is the Libra energy. So he's got the south node at two degrees Libra, right, conjuncting his natal Mercury at zero degrees, right? And we've already talked about some of the harsh aspects that he has to his Mercury. So zero degrees and two degrees is absolutely positively close, right? So they're, they're right in the same region of space in the same zodiac sign. So naturally, there's going to be an influence there, right? So uh, maybe, you know, marriage ain't for everybody, man, right? And especially in Weir's case, when you see all of this harsh energy making this aspect to this particular region of space in his chart that denotes marriages and partnerships, he's picking up a square from Uranus, a square from Neptune, right? He's got Mercury here, which suggests that you better really, really, really think about uh, 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 stepping into uh, a contractual commitment inside of a marriage, man, right? Because this, the North Node is suggesting in Aries that, look, man, you need your freedom. Um, you need to learn how to be the aggressor. You need to learn how to stand on your own, right, and follow your instinct on a lot of things, right? So that's the type of energy that is that, that's suggesting that you need to grow into and not really be dealing too much with, um, uh, 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 I don't want to say cohabitation, but uh, uh, relying on, uh, feeling like you need other people to help you do things or feeling like you can't move forward uh, if you're not in a specific type of relationship. So, you know, this is just a life lesson being taught. And when the, when the planetary bodies got to where they needed to be, it just triggered the event, you know what I mean, because that's what they do. Uh, they trigger events, man. The energy, these waves get into your life and they start collapsing by way of the people who are inside of your life at that moment. And then, you know, it's like kaboom, and then there it is. So, you know, so like you said, man, it makes sense, man. You know, and I commend them, too, for at least being honest with himself, saying, hey, I just was tired of it. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to be married yeah. anymore, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, all, all day, man, you know what I mean? And, and, and I, mean, I need to know, look and see when that full moon day is in the calendar system. Um, but you know, y'all, man, it's, it's, you know, cycles. I'm talking about Saturn cycles. I know I put a post out there and when I throw stuff out there, like join it, I'm going to be talking about cycles and stuff. Um, you know, you got to flow with it. So, you know, I was talking about Saturn cycles and relationship. You want some good reference books, ladies and gentlemen, something to get you started. Um, recommend love cards by Robert Hand because it talks about the connection of love and not just love. love well, let's just say not just love. Everything should be love. Let's put it that way because we're talking about life, your connection to life, your connection to anybody, any day. And this can be explained in the book called Love Cards. You want to understand cycles of your energy? That's in another book by the same author, Robert Hand, called Destiny Cards. You understand what I'm saying? And that it gets your will spinning right there. You know, and we just look at it. This is old information, and this information, I'm talking about planetary information as well, cycles. You know, man, this is something that's been recorded for eons, for eons. You know what I'm saying? 
and 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 it's amazing how our lives will play out to the T with the cycle says and and for the most part as an average person does not have a knowledge about the cycles now but this is what I love about the human mind because I'm not saying it's necessary for you to know the cycles but if your soul has evolved to the point where it has piqued your interest then it is absolutely necessary for you to learn the cycle because you have just put a want inside of your DNA. And once you do that, the DNA's job is to take that program and try to figure it out. So if you don't get it this lifetime, but you put that want there, you will reincarnate until you get it. So you got to be careful for what you ask for, in a sense, because you get what you want to learn. Now, if you don't have no interest in it, that's okay, because I look at my grandparents who were married for over 50 years to death, did them part, didn't know nothing. For 50 years, man, you know how many Saturn cycles they went through, Jew, for 50 years? You know what I mean? You know how many Saturn cycles they went through? You know what I'm saying? Is Saturn really come and chip you up in seven-year intervals? They've been together for over 50, and they went seven times seven. They went 49, went seven cycles. You got to go through that through your personal life, your relationship cycle. You understand what I'm saying? And ain't no nothing. So your mind, when your mind is on the prize and there's an agreement on that, when your mind is on the prize, then the vibrations will carry you where you need to be when your mind is on the prize. But there's another wave that exists, and I think we all should become knowledgeable about it. And I don't want to segue off topic, but I, and, 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 and when I say that, we should know about it because it's something that the prime minister is doing called the quantum scriptures that actually deal with you know, the holy books that, that you reference with spirituality they were up on this cosmic science they were talking about. They just put it in a different story, you know? So, you know, Jill, that's, that's, that's my take on it, man. No, but you, you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. No, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Ahead. I'm getting it. It's right, man. Quantum Scriptures, Atlanta, precursor to the uh, Bullion Dollar Manifestation Tour, man, it's going to be Thursday, October the 16th, 2014, coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to go down there and jam and blow the roof off the joint. Data, man, it's going to be phenomenal, man. Show you how to get into this quantum reality, man. You know, we just we just super-duper scientists around here, man. That's what we do, man. We try to find out what's really, really good in this reality, man, so that we can make a change from the inside out, man. So, like I said, man, visit the websites, man, myastrologycoach.com. You know, be like a kid in a candy store over there, man. There's just so much to choose from, man. Take your time, sort through it, find out what fits your needs, what you need the most in this current time and space, man. I'm quite sure we got it over there. Um, and visit the other website, hiphopastrology.com. Read up on some of the articles for the new people out there that's listening and want to get a better understanding because we break it down in the literary works, you know what I mean, in the blogs, and you can be able to get a firm understanding. I think next week, unless something just major pop up like this weird story, maybe we can do hip, the hip-hop messenger gods and get into this phenomenon, man, about Biggie Pop, Kanye, Andre 3000, Kendrick Lamar, Nas, J Electronica, and figure out what they all have in common. How about that, Noble? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, you know, can do that. So, 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 yeah, so, yeah, man, we, 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 you know, we get into this thing, man. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. On this amber and this weird joint, man. I think we, 
we went into it, man, in detail enough, man. So uh, I guess we can close it out, man, and uh, get ready for next week. Yeah, that's what it is, y'all. That's what it is, man. So like I said, we up this week, man. I'm right back on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Thursday. So free consultations for those of you who want to try it. We're going to get some insight right here on Thursday, man. So with that, Minister Drew, I guess we out, man. All right, man. I get up with you, bro, man. Peace to the family out there. Thank you all for coming out and listening to us tonight. And uh, we catch you next week, same time, same channel. Peace. Indeed, peace.